Hi, it's Jamie, progressive number one, number two employee. Leave a message at the... Hey, Jamie, it's me, Jamie. This is your daily pep talk. I know it's been rough going ever since people found out about your acapella group, Mad Harmony, but you will bounce back. I mean, you're the guy always helping people find coverage options with the Name Your Price tool. It should be you giving me the pep talk. Now get out there, hit that high note, and take Mad Harmony all the way to nationals this year! Sorry, this is pitchy. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Netta will drive one-on-one, free throw line, step back, jumper deep in the cup, comes out, Ballenboy rebound. Back up for the hammer with the right hand! Joe Ballenboy! You are locked on jazz. Your daily podcast on the Utah Jazz. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. It's Locked On Jazz. The 12th of October. Oh, we've got just a smorgasbord of things today. We'll look at the Jazz lack of three-point shooting in the preseason and whether we really should be concerned or not. We'll break down the roster and what we think's coming. One area where the Jazz must improve next year, plus a bunch of little notes. Passing by Kevin Durant and James Harden will jump into the conversation. Superstar tears, little notes around the NBA. That assumes we get to everything. It's all coming up on today's edition of Locked on Jazz. How are you? I'm David Locke, radio voice of the Utah Jazz, Jazz NBA insider. Glad to have you with me. Thank you very much. Uh, and thanks for subscribing on iTunes and marking down five stars and the reviews and all that kind of stuff. Uh, the Locked On Podcast Network is where we reside, the fastest growing sports audio format in the world. And it is rolling. We've got a fun shows coming up for you on Locked On NBA this week where we're doing Eastern Conference previews with all of the hosts of the Locked On Podcast Network. So if you want to catch up on the season, that'll be at Locked On NBA sometime soon. Uh, Locked On Pac-12 with Ian Furness is up as well if you want a little football. And then there's all the Locked On NFL stuff uh, as well. Today's show is brought to you by My Simply Smarter, a really interesting brain-building program for kids or adults, but predominantly for kids, can help them both in the classroom, on the playing field. I'll tell you a little bit more about My Simply Smarter. And then also the Utah Snowmobile Show is coming up. That's right, the Utah Snowmobile Show is October 21st and 22nd at the Salt Lake County Event Center, the Equestrian Park in South Jordan, the best place to see all the new models, sleds, tricked out good fun stuff, uh, as well as the latest models from Polaris or Ski-Doo. See them, touch them, feel them, enjoy it, plus a bunch of good seminars. That's the Utah Snowmobile Show. All right, I'll tell you about both those coming up. But let's start our program where we always like to start it, which is with our pins across the world. By the way, new court revealed today, Jazz against the Phoenix Suns. I had to check. No, I knew. Uh, preseason game number four tonight, first one in the building. Kind of fire you up, make the se- season prize and felt entirely real to everybody in the sense that we have been uh, on the road and out and about, uh, so kind of cool stuff. Uh, uh, our pin across the world today is going to be from Sean Rushton. Uh, Sean actually sent me a really interesting thing about the uh, Affordable Care Act, as we had a good discussion about that. So I don't need to, I thought that was interesting, so thank you very much. But his name is Sean from Firestone, Colorado, a smaller town outside of Denver, Denver Metro. I was born and raised a jazz fan who grew up in Vernal, Utah. I got to see a few games at the Salt Palace with my family as part of a junior jazz program. My favorite game I've been to was a first-round home playoff win against Houston in 2008. 
The energy in the arena is just unreal and unlike anything I've experienced since. I found tip-off when I moved from St. George to Virginia for a job and couldn't get my jazz fix as easily, and I've been a listener ever since. I've been to most of the Jazz games in Denver since I moved here and actually caught an out-of-bounds ball at one game. I immediately hit a courtside fan in the back of the head when I went to throw it back to the ref, though. Noticed no one was looking until it was too late. Sorry, guy. I guess the ref wasn't as concerned with the ball as much as I thought they were. Might be. Keep up the good work and love your take on the Jazz things. That's from Sean Rustin in Firestone, Colorado. Sean, I look forward to seeing you in Denver on November 20th. Back end of a back-to-back out of Houston will be when we uh, head in. Boy, our schedule early is just brutal. I will tell you, not complaining, just stating facts, this is the worst parent schedule I've ever had. Uh, we play, we, we kick off on the 20, we leave on the 24th of October to start the year. We play the Lakers at home for one game. We're gone for three or four, uh, and we fly the 29th, so there's not any time at home. We come back for a back-to-back. We play. We have one night at home for dinner, and then we play San Antonio on the 4th, and then we go back out on the road till the 12th. You're home the 13th and head back out after we do get two back-to-back nights at home for dinner, um, finally on the 15th and 16th. And so by November 20th, I'll see my kids starting for the opening month. I see my kids for like three, four days, and then we have another stretch like that from about February uh, 24th, right after the All-Star break, where I think we're home for dinner about th- two, three days in the entire month. So it is a, this is not, that's just a statement of fact. Um, it's a brutal parenting schedule. We'll see what it does to players um, and whether it works them out, uh, fatigues them as well. All right, let's get to our tip-off story of the day. It's the lack of three-point shooting in the uh, preseason, and I, I got to give uh, listener credit here. Uh I got a, I got a tip yesterday um, from a listener who said, hey, you know what? Um, I don't think I'd worry about it. We did the same thing last year. And uh, I hadn't had a chance to take a look at it. Um, his, his, I don't have his name. He's got a sporadic regularity is his Twitter account. And so I went and looked it up, and he's absolutely right. Last year in the preseason, we took the third fewest per games. We actually were playing at a pretty decent piece in the preseason. And uh, the and we took an average of 25% of our shots as threes uh, in the preseason, which was the second fewest in the NBA to anybody other than Memphis. We then ended up getting to about 14th or 15th in percentage of shots to three. Now... So that alleviates kind of the any panic um, that exists out there. I, that 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 helps me out a little. It, it doesn't get me to where I would was hoping we were going to go with this roster, which is I just thought with this roster and the fact that everybody on the team is probably thirty five percent or better three point shooter that you could have ended up with a team that was. Um, you know, in the top five or six of three-point shots. That's that's what I was hoping for with, with the added uh, element to who this team is. Now, that hasn't happened. Um, and, you know, I wish 
it would, and I'm not willing to panic yet that it hasn't happened. Uh, but I, do, I, I would find it very strange if we went from the preseason to being one of the bottom shooting teams to one of the biggest. But it shows you that we do not, at this time, show a complete correlation between what we've done in the preseason and what we do in the regular season. So why is that would be the next question. And that will probably be my opening question to Quinn today for the coaches show. And my first thought is that a lot of what we're doing right now is trying to get sets in, Quinn, uh, or at least the flow offense. And the flow offense and some of the pick setting and things we're doing is leading you into uh, running this offense and worrying about where you get the next guy, and that's leading to a lot of mid-range shots and changing the way and trying to execute it through that. Um, there was a moment in the game the other day where George Hill, where they went under a pick, and Quinn yells, hey, George, if they go under, shoot it. Uh, and so I think he'll start to get in their heads a little bit that, okay, you can run this offense, but you can also bang the three. And I think that, I think that will lead to uh, an increase, a significant increase in the amount of three-point shots uh, that everyone is taking on this roster, hopefully. Uh, Rodney right now is not getting out. There's two other things. One is we, we've built the, a huge amount of this offense this year to deal with switching, which is the primary thing that's going on out there. And a lot of what you do to deal with switching is you, you're back-cutting on guys when they overplay, uh, and you've got multiple actions in one spot, and they may be leading you to less three-point shots. Uh, the other one, I think, is there's a, a level of familiarity on the floor where the guys, you know, part of our offense is guy in early offense is guys running to the corners and getting to the corners. And I think they've got to figure out who's going to those corners right now. I've noticed sometimes where no one's quite sure which, who's supposed to do what. Uh, some of that three-point shooting I think is going to happen quickly off the early screen from the big, and that's a communication thing. So my, my early feeling is that there's just, that there's a lot of reasons why uh, this is taking place, and I'm more relieved by the fact that what we're seeing here is that the same thing happened last year. That email or that Twitter note from a fan is, is nice to see. But so my early guess is that they're, they're really focused on running their systems. Two, uh, they're adjusting to the switching. And three, that some of it's communication and understanding each other. Uh, it, and, and I'm not sure it's been an enormous emphasis at this point. Uh, and so that would have to change uh, again. So the only thing I would say is it makes it seem as though there's probably, you know, if you're looking for, uh, if you're looking for the Jazz to suddenly become, you know, an incredibly high proficient three-point shooting team, that's probably not uh, what we have in the near or not. Yeah, high you know volume. That doesn't seem like it's it's on its way. Um, the other one that's interesting, by the way, you know, when we talk about things like this, is you wonder. So, what does it say about Houston? Because Houston, who I, I was watching this morning, has scored fifty nine points already in the first half against New Orleans, is blowing them out, and they are just bombing it. Uh, they they've dropped off a little bit. They've taken seventeen of forty six shots this morning from. They're in China, so it's not this morning there. But uh, watching them. And it, 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 I've got to be honest, it felt like much more than that. Um, 17 out of 46 is probably right about where they were. It's 37%, so that's right about where they were last year. Um, and maybe it's because they're 4 of 17, so it just feels like everything wasn't going in, and yet they were still crushing people. So interesting to kind of keep an eye on um, that. Houston's having a very good preseason. Mike D'Antoni's going to have that team uh, certainly 
believing along the way. All right, that is your tip-off lead story of the day. Uh, today's show is brought to you by My Simply Smarter. It's a online program where you you can get anywhere for your computer in which your kids take for 10 to 20 minutes a session, three sessions a week, and it increases their processing. It's for kids who have learning challenges, typical kids who you want to push to the ultimate potential, or the other one that's really interesting, and My Simply Smarter has worked with the student-athletes at Weber State for this, is for student-athletes. And what it does there is by increasing the processing through this computer online program, you suddenly are uh, finding a way to get them to take, you know, better coaching, taking better uh, intake of information better and processing it, um, you know, better. I mean, really what it gets down to is if you think about it is – it's, it gets, I'm trying not to get too technical, but, you know, there's executive function, working memory. If you think about an athlete, like, it's great to have all the athletic skills, but you've got to know how to use them, understand what the coach is telling you, all of those things. And My Simply Smarter is actually a way for an athlete uh, to do that better. Uh, My Simply Smarter is branched out of Ogden. Uh, in that area, they are uh, part of the National Association for Child Development, which is an international company based in Utah. Been a jazz supporter for many, many years. They have 37 of ex- years of experience of understanding how the brains work. And so it's, a, it's really cool. It's an online program. You can get monthly or yearly subscriptions. It can be for your family or for your individual. And they're giving you, as a locked-on jazz listener, 20% off for life with the promo code. You can also sample it just for seven days and see if your kid's into it. It's fun, and it's easy. It's 10 to 20 minutes a session, plus they hit high scores, and they get their best this, and it really engages them in the process. And what's also cool is they'll send an email to you so that you know when they've broken something so that you can stay engaged in the process and be connecting. I mean, the dad's going home, driving home from work and gets the email notification right before he leaves the office. And so when you come home and you see your son, you can say, hey, great job, way to go, or see your daughter, um, whatever it is. Again, any kids are having some learning difficulties, my Simply Smarter, right up your alley. Regular kid who you think can do better, can process a little better, might be able to push them up to the next level of elite performance. My Simply Smarter uh, does that for you. And then student-athletes, it's really, it might sound out of the box, but it's a pretty smart way uh, to get things done. So check it out. Yearly or monthly subscriptions and 20% off for life if you use the promo code LOCKED. MySimplySmarter.com. One other area on the jazz that we haven't talked a lot about is the difference between home and road uh, performance for this team. Last year, Portland had the biggest discrepancy of anyone in the NBA. Utah had the third biggest. Now, this is largely because the Jazz have the biggest home court advantage of any team in the NBA. And while I would love to tell you that that's entirely because of you and the Jazz faithful and the New Yorks and the way Larry built the arena, it might have something to do with altitude. But if you look at all the studies that have been done, the only two teams that actually have a advantage in home court advantage in the NBA are the Denver Nuggets and the Utah Jazz. Usually what it just is is the team that wins a lot at home is the really good team. And if you kind of take their percentages on the road, it's also the same. This is looking at point differential and net rating, and Portland – was the team that had the largest discrepancy. They're pretty young. Miami was second last year, which is surprising to me. Wait one second. Excuse me. Uh, Utah was third. Detroit and Charlotte were next. Uh, so my, my quick thought on Utah is it's the altitude. 
and it's the advantage. But the other angle would just be our complete lack of experience. And so that might be an area where Boris and Joe and George Hill and their professionalism of who they are and understand kind of how to get their body ready each and every night might change who the Jazz are a little bit this year. So that's that's one I would I would certainly keep an eye on if it this season and understand kind of where uh, people are coming from. Uh, watch the Jazz and see. And, and early, it's going to matter. I mean, the schedule is just just brutal early. We walked through it uh, about the Gordon Hayward injury and how important it's going to be uh, for the Jazz just to try to keep their head above water early. But if they can do anything more than that, that would be a little bit of a sign. The Jazz last year were 10th best team at home and 15th best team on the road. Uh, they're we were plus six at home and minus 2.9 on the road for a, a differential of 8.9 only Miami and Portland had a bigger difference uh, in that regard. Roster breakdown, probably getting close to the time for some cuts and things of that nature. I don't know exactly when we'll do it, when we want to narrow down. Uh, we've got the game, and the injuries slow you down a little bit doing that. We play tonight. We don't play again till next Monday, and then we wrap it up next Wednesday and then get another four or five days before we we finished the nineteenth. We the fifth, uh, five days until we fly to to Portland. I don't know exactly when um, we're going to make that those cuts and, and narrow it down. Doesn't seem to me that anything really wild is going on here. Um, the Gordon Hayward injury, I think, is moving what, those four point guards uh, of Hill, Exum, Mack, and Neto. Some of those are becoming two minutes at the two, particularly also because of the Alec Burks injury. So those two things uh, that have right there, I mean that Dante or George or Shelvin are playing some minutes at the two. Uh, which one of the things that could have happened in this season is that Shelvin gets is Shelvin's desirable to just about everybody that Shelvin gets moved uh, in order to open up a 15th roster spot for someone. So that was one of the scenarios going into camp that something of that sort could happen. That seems less likely for two reasons. I, there hasn't been anybody so far in camp that's been so fabulous that you say to yourself, oh, my gosh, we've got to keep that guy. Uh, Chris Johnson would be the closest to that group, and he's on the outside looking in numbers analysis-wise. And his fourth quarter the other day just reminded you of why you just love Chris Johnson so much. Uh, the, so that's the first one. I don't think that's happening. The second story that's, was whether Henry Sims would be able to battle Jeff Withy uh, for minutes. You know what? Jeff Withy has played great, as he just kind of seems to all of the time and has – really eliminated, I think, anyone making a run for his roster spot. He's just been solid. He's been good defensively. He's got, you know, it'd be, be hey, he could be better. It'd be nice if he's stronger going to the rim some of the time. He's still who he is. He's not going to become an all-star. Or Frank, you know, he got released by New Orleans, and they decided to keep Omir Ashik and Alexis Ajinsa instead. Um, so, I, you know, I think that that's – uh, we have to understand, you know, but with that said, he's really he's really played well. So I don't think that that um, roster battle has happened. Um, the inner working right now is also I think that Neto and Mack are both playing pretty well. And the so there's a little battle there of who gets those minutes. Mack seems to be ahead of Neto, uh, but Neto's played well when he's out there. and He looks so much better in practice than he did uh, a year ago. Um, so then the final question is whether, you know, someone like Quincy Ford or 
really probably Quincy Ford might be one of the only ones can suddenly make a um, make a jump into that top 15 and with ball and boy on a guaranteed contract and he's Joel's played well uh, it doesn't seem so so the Jazz kind of roster breakdown which is always one of the parts of storyline the season there doesn't seem to be anything pushing a move or anything radical taking place uh, in that regard so uh, before we jump into the NBA type of things uh, I do want to mention to you the Utah Snowmobile Show is coming to town it's October 21st and 22nd so that's Friday and Saturday of next week from Friday it's from 3 to 9 Saturday it's 10 to 6 it's at the Salt Lake County Event Center if you're a snowmobile aficionado this is something you've got to get to uh, in South Jordan Utah Snowmobile Show uh, at the Equestrian Center South Jordan Utah 2100 West uh, 114th South, uh, 114th South, so out in South Jordan. Really cool. Uh, you, they have custom-built machines to see. You won't see them anywhere else. Um, cool kind of who's tricked out what, made this, uh, taking a different angle on this, and you get to hang out with other people, obviously, whose lives are building these unique snowmobiles, so those are really interesting people. They're there, and you get to meet them. Uh, the other thing is all the latest releases, Arctic Cat, Polaris, Ski-Doo. They're there. See them, touch them, sit on them, feel it, get fired up for the winter and a little snowmobiling. And then they have seminars on riding tips. So you can learn from the best, meet the best, meet other experienced riders, and get very fired up uh, for the winter. That's the Utah Snowmobile Show. It's October 21st and 22nd. Friday it starts, goes from 3 to 9. Saturday goes from 10 to 6 at the Salt Lake County Event Center. <laughs> oh, no, that, that wasn't good. But it feels like it doesn't it feels like there should be some like big sound effect right now like so we'll have that for you uh coming up all right quick run through what's going on in the end the other news of the nba um james harden we talked about him as being a point guard the other day interesting little note i got from my all ball 365 harden's passes led to 18 percent uh of points last year uh or his passes led to points 18 percent of the time that's number one among shooting guards and fifth overall in the league the only players whose passes led to points more than Harden, Chris Paul, Rajon Rondo, John Wall, and Russell Westbrook. Uh, pretty interesting. For all the criticisms that he gets, uh, I, and, you know, he's hard to play with and all these other things. We'll see. I mean, last year it's clear people put it on him, uh, but it doesn't seem like that, that may be the fairest thing ever. His assist rate went up 2% last year. Uh, a reason Beverly just live off him, and now the question is whether Gordon and Anderson live off him. And that, that to me, gets pretty interesting. Uh, I, I, I got to admit, I'm mesmerized by them. Absolutely mesmerized by the Rockets. I think they're the fourth seed in the West in, if they play any defense at all. Quick other notes around the NBA. Trevor Booker is starting in Brooklyn. Uh, I, I just did some pack work, which we won't get to today. I'll get to it again for the preview on Locked on NBA. Some of the teams in the East are not good. Uh, Miami's starting Drogic, Ellington, Winslow, Derek Williams, and Whiteside, and some of the offenses are just brutal. Joel Embiid had 13 points in 12 minutes. That hype train is going. Locked on Sixers did a big thing on it today with Keith Pompey. He's he's terrific. That show's on fire. Uh, Harrison Barnes has been just awful. Harrison Barnes is shooting 23% so far in the preseason. And Demonis Sabonis. 
looks like he's going to likely start for Oklahoma City. Cantor comes off the bench. Steven Adams, who didn't play last night, uh, would be playing as the starting center. Cantor coming off the bench. And Sabonis, who they acquired for Ibaka, will start. So they got two starters out of that deal. It might turn out to be as good a deal for them as everybody said. That is your Locked on Jazz for today. Thank you very much to the Utah Snowmobile Show. That's coming up again for you on the 21st and 22nd of October in South Jordan at the Equestrian Park. And my Simply Smarter promo code LOCKED, and you end up with 20% off for life. Go check it out, mysimplysmarter.com. Uh, once you go to the website, I think you'll understand a little bit of how special this program is and what it might be able to do for you. That is today's edition of Locked On Jazz, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Check out Locked On Pack 12 today. It is posted and a new Locked On NBA coming this afternoon. Napa know It takes a lot to get excited about a bag, but most bags can't save you 20% on auto parts. That's 20% off headlamps, 20% off oil filters, 20% off virtually anything you can fit inside the 99-cent Napa reusable bag. So tell your buddies, there's a bag they just have to check out. Quality parts, helpful people. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. At participating Napa auto parts stores while supplies last. Minimum three items. Exclusions apply. Offer ends 10 17